This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. It is my absolute pleasure today to have with us uh, Sol Alcina. Welcome. Well, it's a pleasure to be here as well. Welcome. Actually, Sol Alcina from Argentina. It's even, you know, kind of Ar- like... Uh, Argentina. Argentina Sol Alcina, yes. Thank you oh, guys for having me. I'm already feeling uh, the vibe. Hey, that rhymes. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. Solacina from Argentina. That that is like a lyric. <laughs> did, did your parents did your parents do that on purpose? You think? <laughs> no, no. I I think it's just you know it was natural. It came out mm-hmm. natural. I just made it up. <laughs> I oh, there just, you, go. you know, it's a sound. <laughs> Well, I already like the energy we have. And uh, so I think that we're going to be able to have an interesting conversation because when I look over at the notes of uh, the work that you do with Mundo Designs, uh, which is a female-based branding agency and then website design agency, I think that you're you're doing something interesting in business, right? So you have sort of a double bottom line business. But before we get there, I always like to kick things off with, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? As a matter of fact, I do, because both of my parents, you know, they they actually have their own business. And, you know, they told me their stories about how they made it. And so the answer is yes. And uh, they are Italian and from Spain. So it's kind of like a very hyper energy, right? When you are Italian. I don't know if you can tell the way I talk in my hands. <laughs> but yes uh as a matter of fact i do i do come from from a family of entrepreneurs wow and that's interesting argentina italian and spain that's a very very eclectic uh mix yeah even though it's all romantic languages and things of that nature it's still very interesting as a mix and and all the cultures themselves so you come from a family of entrepreneurs, you you heard about that, but did you know that growing up and that informed your decisions to be a business owner? Or was this something uh, that sort of you didn't know and then when you became older, you found out? I will say that I always knew that freedom, it's kind of like my companion in this life. And I really, really enjoy freedom. And therefore, I kind of like felt that and I knew that it was going to be a journey, an adventure and kind of like a a war room in terms of, you know, you have your own battles in front of that journey or along that journey. And I knew that because I saw my mom and I have, you know, experienced my father also journey and battles in terms of becoming every day the best possible to keep that freedom of being their own owners. So uh, the answer is I felt that I was going to be free and work for me and make my own decisions. So yeah, and, and I like it. 
I like that in the way that you told the story, you essentially were able to be aware of the journey, as you put it, the the battles, the work that goes into it mentally, being able to keep yourself where you need yeah. to be to to make that happen. So knowing that that's how you grew up, right? Is Mundo Designs the first business you launched? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Actually, you know, I, I think Mundo, it's, I will say I'm very proud of this combination of ingredients. Let's say that it's a mix of many passions that I have. And Mundo is here because it combines actually all the business that I have had in the past or that I launched in the past. And I couldn't keep up with only one passion, right? So, for example, international relations. It was at the beginning one thing that I did, okay, as, as a consultant, opening business outside of Argentina and just getting related to each culture and making sure that if we launch a business, we need to understand the cultural right barriers, okay, and adapt um, the business to that. That was the first one. Then I was actually a coach, right? And, and I advised companies in terms of HR uh, departments, right? How to uh, become better placed to work, diversity, inclusion, and people first. So I was kind of like a, a coach for that, kind of like a consultant, psychology in the organizations, and created better environments which is actually my other passion. And I love creativity and technology. So I'm like, how do I combine the three businesses in one? So here I am with Mundo, right? That combines designs, creativity, website, branding. That's one passion. Then have the coaching side, because in order to create a brand, you need to know many things about the person behind the brand, psychology, right? Coaching question, powerful things to unlock and read and how to engage people. So that's the second ingredient that Mundo has. And then international. I'm just, you know, an international person. I love cultures. I think we get very rich when we are able to talk with you, Philly, with you, Jason, with, I don't know, many other Bellwether members, for example. Uh, I love it. I love exploring the world and three ingredients. So I think it's a very young company, <laughs> I would say, and passion. I think there's something really interesting about being able to put all those things together. And uh, I want to turn it over to Jason for a second, who I'm sure has his thoughts on just sort of like the idea of what we've learned so far of growing up, seeing that struggle in in uh, your your parents and what that looks like. And, you know, that fight for freedom, like you said, and and, and then, of course, being able to take all the things that you love and turn them into businesses. It, it sounds like there's a lot that Jason can relate to in that respect, too. I, I love the fact that you know, because you use the words business is like war, right? Which is, that's the whole inspiration of this podcast to begin with is, you know, business is like war. We're just not actually, we don't have bullets. We have computers and, and uh, you know, iPads and iPhones and all that instead. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 
it's it's always fun to listen to how businesses they morph, right? It started with this this little idea here and then then it cultured into this and then and then then it was the next and the next and then it, there was a light bulb that went off it was like whoa what if i do all three of those things combined into one thing right yes, yes. and that is truly where passion and purpose collide right there um right because you have a passion for something you have yeah. all these purposes that come together and then yes. you smash them all together and let them collide and it creates beauty Okay, so you mentioned the, 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 the two first P, right? Mm -hmm. So, which is passion, purpose, and what is the third one? Profit. Because I do believe, or it could be people, planet, and profit. I do believe in, in that kind of businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Where you really can uh, merge uh, those two ingredients first. I think succeed in my definition of succeed, it's when you don't feel that you're working, you're playing. I don't work. I, I don't go to work. I go play, right? Because I do have my passion first, my ikigai, my reason why I wake up every morning. There and is. that's what fuels my cells, my growth. And I just go to play. And, and I think that's the key of, of a business to keep it up in the war, right? Room, because at the end of the day, we are in that room by ourselves, fighting a lot of, you know, <laughs> inner processes, right? Anyway, <laughs> sorry, you just, you were very good at that two points. I'm a no. raging capitalist. So pur purpose, uh, you, you know, passion, passion. purpose. Passion, right. purpose, raging capitalist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I think I think uh, it, it is also interesting that you mentioned ikigai. Uh, anyone who hasn't read up on ikigai that in that yeah. Japanese uh, sort of philosophy, that way of life, uh, I, I think uh, I think it's an important thing for people to look into to be able to find. Which is basically, like you said, it's sort of the the centerpiece between profit. Uh, people and in actual purpose and that so it's really cool that you brought that up and that that's like a core central philosophy for you which now that i look at because we haven't even gotten to the interesting thing is you yourself are also in mundo training refugee women and mothers and senior women in design skills and 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 yes. getting them to a place where they can actually themselves their lives are changed forever and that's sort of what's interesting about what you do, right? I know it's not the only thing you, but it's a big part of what you're doing. And I'd love to hear more about how that came about. Like where I, I can imagine where the inspiration comes from, but where was that moment where you finally decided you're actually going to do it? Because some people will have a big idea like that. Oh, I'm going to help, you know, these kind of people and change their lives. And then they'll be too scared to actually make that leap because it's a big idea to think that you're going to be changing that many people's lives and those people in particular. So what gave you the courage and, and, and where did that come from for you? Well, I always have, uh, you know, a powerful question that um, before all this, I, I kind of like ask to myself in the war room every night or, you know, when I feel like I'm in that room by myself. And the question is, what's the most important thing I should know about me? 
And what's the most important thing you should know about me? I always ask that question, right, to the other one before I even start having a conversation. Like that's the key or the bridge. And the good thing is that I just know that I'm a good heart. And that's the most important thing you should know about me. And I should know about me. So when I answer that, I'm like, I want to have a social metric in my business. I do not conceive she's making money just because of making money. And that's the ikigai. That's my reason why I wake up every morning. It's not only to create designs or actually it's more than that. I want to impact uh, people through design, through training refugee women or single moms or senior women like my mom that I don't want them to be left aside because of the how the world is and I just love it that's how I came I'm a good heart and if I'm a good heart where is my heart going to be showing that I'm a good heart right I'm just trying to show what I want to see right in the world and I just love humanity I love that I think it's sexy when somebody's a good heart. I think it's just, I love that. I don't care about how much money you have or the title you got. Just let me know who you are. And from there, we will build a relationship. And I'm like, I'm showing what I want to see, Philip and and Jason, you know. And what I want to see, it's more people that are more humans. That's how I started. People need help. I do too. I do need help as well, guys. Let me show you my (laughs) side. You know, even though I I seem like an alpha woman, right? I do need support. That's why I'm here too, right? To be listened, to be heard, to talk. Sorry, I extended that. I love it. There's Uh, There's a maturity to the way that you broke that down because it's often difficult in, uh, for businesses to admit that there's an aspect of their business they don't have completely under control, right? And so the worst thing they could do is go and hire someone, but then fight that person that they hired every step of the way to get things done. And, you know, Jason works in the consulting, uh, just just very similar in that, in that sense where they're offering services to people. And mm-hmm. there are some people who, even after hiring someone, will literally fight you on every single detail just to admit that, just to feel like they still have some control over it because I got it under control. Because, But the minute you can admit that there's an aspect you don't have under control, you open yourself up to the possibilities. So I really love that you brought that up in the way that you did because we could all use a little more of that, of that vulnerability. You're getting romantic, guys, here. What's going on? (laughs) We're getting, yeah. It's a romantic uh, uh, war room. Okay, that's that's a little bit, you know, antagonism here. Okay. I'm just uh, very intrigued about why War Room and we're talking very deeply, romantically, right? Okay, like that. It's all good, yeah. I mean, there's romance and war. There can be romance and war. Absolutely can be. You bet. All is fair in love and war. Love and war. It is. That's true. Wow, it's a very good name, actually. It's a very powerful name. And and I think... I think that there's really interesting things that you've brought up. I mean, the fact that you yourself said, look, I I can't conceive a world where I'm doing business just for profit. There has to be a social metric to it. And we talk about that all the time. In fact, 
Jason's the kind of guy that he won't do anything unless it's like a five-way win. You know, like it's got to be a five-way win in some way or another because that's just the way life should be done. You know, and I, and I, and I learned that from him every, almost every day that we work together on things. So I think that there is a huge, huge quality that I'm beginning to see in some of the most successful people that that is something that they strive for consciously. So with that said, I want to come back to, to Mundo itself and sort of like, where are you now? What goal do you have uh, currently that you're sort of uh, pursuing? Well, uh, let's say that right now, the, the, the goal is to, of course, scale and keep, because if we scale, we will scale the, the social impacts, right? I mean, the more projects we are able to bring to the table, the more social metrics we will have to, you know, feel proud of, right? So anyway, that being said, you know, uh, am I here? Yes, I'm from Argentina. We are all from Argentina. My team, let's say they didn't escape, but, you know, they choose to move to Europe, right? Argentina is getting very, very tough a country in terms of inflation, guys. So we have 8% inflation per month. And therefore, our goal is to keep having this global mindset. I want to live in Argentina. I love my culture. Okay. Our culture is not our politicians. <laughs> like, you know, you get what I'm saying. And in order to achieve that and keep growing, we need to be global. We need to keep opening the market. And for this, I'm always extremely thankful, you know, uh, to the community I belong, which is the Bellwether Alliance. And that's our goal, to keep spreading out our reflective designs, let's say. I, I call it uh, impactful or impact uh, designs because we do good with designs. And that's our goal. Uh, we need to, yeah, to keep uh, opening and uh, getting to know the, the USA culture market, right, which is different. It's very different the way you guys do business and the way we do it. So uh, there we go. That's our goal to expand our possibilities and, and enter um, the market a little bit better. I like that you brought that up because one of the things that I remember most about uh, riding in an Uber, I know it seems almost irrelevant, but it was, I was on my way to the airport for a trip to New York when the, the, uh, the driver turned back to me and said, Oh, you're in business or what have you? Cause I realized that we were having that conversation. He's like, well, you know, you're not really in business unless you're doing it international. I remember thinking to myself, you know, like, and I was early on. So I was like, Oh man, now I got to go international. Oh, what am I, how am I going to do this? But you specifically are, are, I think, position to be able to speak to this. Um, what is one thing that uh, businesses in the U.S. can do to sort of begin to open up the markets internationally, let's say, to Argentina and vice versa? Let's have that conversation. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I believe that, you know, we have to say this. I'm going to be very direct. Okay. United States, as, as a um, world, I don't know how to say this in English, guys, but uh, from Argentina, potencia. This means that we look or, you know, we are a third world country, right? That doesn't mean that we don't have quality. I think we are very top notch. 
However, in terms of economy and financial decisions, we do believe that United States has been, you know, much better in that way, right, of growing, of possibilities, opportunities. Now, uh, that's why we believe that if you do have clients in the USA, right, and if you are from Latin America, the other companies that belongs to other countries are going to start saying, okay, I'm confident now. Don't ask me why. It's a cultural thing. I cannot change that, okay, I'm, I'm, I, even if I don't agree. But there is a certain way of confident that if the United States choose you as, you know, their designer, let's suppose, because I'm talking about my, my company, then you will have more possibilities, for example, if England wants to hire, you know, our services or Netherlands. We can discuss that and debate, but it's the way it's currently what I feel, okay, as, as a business owner. Um, they, they, it's like that, yeah. I think I understand what you're talking about. There, there's a there's a degree of almost authority that begins to be established, sort of like you could be a doctor in any other country, and then the minute you come to America, yeah, but you're not a doctor that studied in America, right? Mm-hmm. There's even though you you may actually be better than ninety percent of the doctors who did study in America. Yeah, I'm not discussing that exactly. I'm just saying that, that that's an actual is. thing. That is a way that it is, right? And so what what I was asking was like, how do you think the U.S. companies? Because there are some small businesses, right, who can actually potentially work with uh, international businesses that are in Argentina, but they wouldn't even know where to begin. Right. Right. Is there a marketplace we go to? How do we what? So is there a way that maybe business owners who are listening and and forgive me if I'm asking a crazy question, but is there a way that or some kind of uh, some kind of thinking process, some a seed? Can we plant a seed to help businesses in the U.S. start to think more international, even if they're not a major corporation and what have you? Is, Is there a way to start creating that? Is there a marketplace we can start looking at things of that nature? Yes. Well, first of all, let me tell you, Philip and Jason, I do like uh, craziness because I do believe that when you are out of, you know, so it's a good question, right? I think that will open roads that then the wise people will just walk through, right? So it's a good question. Let me start by saying that, first of all, I do believe that when... People in the USA, business owners, big, middle, it doesn't matter. You start connecting and having a global mindset, okay? That's what we have. I think you get richer in terms of everything. So I think it's a huge opportunity to start connecting with people from other places. First of all, because inflation is also good for them, but for us, but in terms of maybe they cannot afford the industry, in the USA, in terms of, like, for example, a design, which is, you know, the, it's it's more expensive, right? Because you have a different type of economy. So um, I think for that, you know, you can either, you know, look in uh, Workana, for example, I will then pass along the, the sites or the marketplaces. But I will say the people talent, search for talent. Just Google, you know, designers in Argentina, and you will get many of agencies that you will ask, hey, how much do you charge per this, right? And you see the portfolio. Or you go to Dribble, right? Dribble to see portfolios of designers. And then you search different countries, right? Argentina, Colombia, it doesn't matter. 
many Ukraine, for instance, you know, and many others to help them also, right? Because at the end of the day, guys, we're also decisions makers. Even if you have a small business, with your decision, you can either choose a provider that has a social impact or not. Right? So, like that. I don't know if I answered that. Good point. It's a very good point. We are all decisions makers. We don't have to wait for politicians to really, oh, okay, do good. You do good, right? Now, ask yourself what you can do also for other ones. If you want to help people in the States, that's fair enough too. But search, I don't know, for minorities to help. I don't want you guys to help only Argentinians or, you know. You know, you have your own, you have many people to help in the States as well. You know, I wish it could help everybody. But we need to choose according to your passion, right? And to your story. I mean, in migrants, for example. I'm almost convinced that this two minutes that we spent on even talking about this did more politically for Argentina than like 90 percent of politicians in Argentina. You know what I mean? But that, that's that just goes to show the power of business and what it really does, uh, even as far back as the East India Trading Company. And, you know, like just the power of merchants and what they did historically for business. I've been really trying to do my homework on that so that I truly understand where we are today. And so I, I just think what you're doing and what you're talking about is very important and you know as jason himself has has served all over the world so i know that he knows firsthand like the world itself and 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 how it looks which is probably why and this is my assumption here you know i don't want to speak for him but i I can imagine why his heart is so big and why he thinks about so many people winning all the time because he has seen what's happening out in the world and he does realize that the world needs more connectivity is this accurate jason that's spot on you know i mean yeah and i have i've been a lot of places in my life a lot of places i didn't want to be in my life too but uh, (laughs) but but you know you learn from every single experience right and the the world is still a bit inflamed it's a little bit angry still right and it's our job right as not as business owners i mean just as human beings right because we have to really put the you, you back in human, right? Um, uh, as uh, I don't remember what his name, a guest we had on said, Kyle. Um, and he said, we got to put the you back in human. And, you know, and bring all this tension down in the world. And just realize we're all in this together, right? I mean, we are all a human race that's in it together, whether you like it or not, um, whether you agree with certain cultures or not, it doesn't matter. We're all humans and we're all in it together. We can either sit around and complain about it or we can do something to fix it and do something that will bring business, uh, people, all these things to a more global stage, right? And, and we can really show, and, and it just starts right here one conversation at a time, right? It's where it all starts. We're having an international conversation right now. <laughs> yes, and, yes, 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 we are. And I'm enjoying it and it's feel very, you know, it's smooth and open and it's, it's mm-hmm. fun. And, and at the same time, I think it's, it has that social impact behind it, right? And that reflection ingredients, it's like, you know, um, 
Yeah, it's, it's that sip of glass of wine where you start toasting about, hey, let's celebrate this moment because we have the opportunity to say to the ones that wants to listen to this. And I'm, guys, it's it's a, like you said, um, Jason, humanity. Let's put the you back. And it's, you remind me of Ubuntu, you know, the philosophy of the African right. philosophy, which is I am because you are. Right. And that's that's what it is. That's I think businesses should be more beautiful. And when I mean beautiful, it means to to really include that social metric inside of it. So anyway, I'm enjoying this very much. Yeah, I think that there's only a few things left uh, because in the interest of time, although I could probably talk about this for a lot longer. uh, Number one. And I always forget to ask this, and I'm so grateful that Jason always reminds me. Because it, where can people go explicitly that you would like them to, to like connect with you and talk more with you about things? They can WhatsApp me. They can go to LinkedIn. Sol Alcina. Sol means sun, so just put S O L Alcina. Uh, and in LinkedIn, you will find me or mundodesigns.com. You know, that's that's all you need to to do. Just find there. And and I will be more than glad to have conversations. I always say um, connection first, content later. I will not talk about designs. I will just ask you what's the most important thing uh, I should know about you. Right on. And now if you could go back to to a younger version of yourself uh or maybe even to a time where you weren't sure what the future looked like in the world of business for yourself what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now having experience that you had now uh and also because you are in a, in a better state of mind right now than one would be who's facing a bunch of obstacles and they're probably driving and going, I don't know if I'm going to do this. So they turn on this episode, right? And now they're listening. What would you say to this person, to this business owner, to this person who who's currently facing an obstacle or maybe even just debating whether they should start? Okay, I have three things that I would say to my younger me or version and to them. First one, it's if the answer to the question, is this what you want? Is this your passion? Is yes. Start with your hands empty. Start even if you're shaking. Just start. Okay? Only if the business you're thinking about, it's connected to your passion, to your purpose, and it makes you wake up every morning. Okay, if you feel that burning mission inside, then you start empty hands. Even if you don't have anything, go ahead and do it. Do not waste your time. Number one, shaking, go ahead. Number two, please make sure that you have your expectations extremely uh, realistic. Okay, meaning that at the very beginning, you will be in a war room, okay, with yourself, a struggle. If you have your expectations very realistic and you picture yourself like you are going to be three years being a bonsai, just to say, maybe you are going to be three years being a bonsai, maybe one year, but just make sure that we follow the statistic, right, which is three. 
but that's going to keep your roots very strong. And in the third year, the expectation is to be a bamboo. That means they're going to go so fast that you're going to, you cannot keep it up. So you better prepare for the, that moment. And after that, make sure that you know who will be partnering with you. That's the last stage of the growing part, the, when you cultivate with complementary partners. And the third thing, after passion, purpose, after being aware of your expectations, so you don't get mad very often, right? If you know your expectations, you will enjoy the journey a little bit better. I will say that please, I, I should have known this before, <laughs> please make sure that you choose the right people along the way and that you partner, 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 partner. You need to make sure that you partner with people that already did this. They are not your competitors. They are your partners. You need to partner, learn from there. If I have to ask, there is a very short story that says, you know, a girl asked to a panda, what is most important? The goal of the journey, right? We all know that question. And the panda said, the company along the journey, just choose the right people to go with you because you will have risk, bad moments, and of course, celebration moments. But you need to learn, be open to be humble. You cannot do it yourself. You will only need company, okay? Sometimes we are too... You know, I can do it. I will do it myself no matter what. You don't need to suffer. Do not choose that, you know. Just life is very short. So choose somebody that really knows a lot of things that you don't and learn, okay? Okay, that being said, that's my advice. (laughs) I love it. I love it. There's a lot of heart and soul to the way that you presented that. And it's true. A lot of people do choose to suffer in the middle of the choices that they make are based on suffering. And yeah. it was, cho- it was likely totally optional. <laughs> so yeah. I, I like, I like that you presented it that, that way. Um, with that said, Ed, I think I'm going to move over to the grand finale question. Unless Jason has something he wants to chime in with. Let's do it. Let's do all it. All right. So for all the million points for the show, right. Let's let them know what they've won. No. Uh, if you could have invited anybody, Sol, today to today's conversation based on everything we covered who would you have loved to have had here to listen to all this and maybe even contribute some of their own uh today and and why them my dad who's not here yeah my dad yeah my dad and my mom they are the ones that uh, i would invite so they are proud oh man oh man Okay, now <laughs> I don't want to be, you know, you guys no, no, know no. these moments of being. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's true. It's true, though. You know, we like I, when I listen to the conversation and like what the themes are. Right, it's a lot of humanity. There's a lot of love, in 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 and you're not shy to admit, like you know, like every day is going to be a war with yourself, but. Life is easier when you choose great companions, right? Great partners. And when you're doing work that you know matters, right? The work that you're doing is making a difference. Like you said, when you when you do those things, it everything else takes care of itself. And you know, it's funny, Jason talks about this all the time. 
It's it's not about the money, you know. And if you focus on the people, the money will take care of itself. He t- he says it all the time, and I love that your story and what you're talking about and what you do and what you believe really mirrors that because it's an important thing that I think a lot of us were like, oh yeah, yeah, you got to focus on the people and purpose. And then they go back to like, oh, I can't seem to get the thing. And they get all frustrated. And I know because I'm guilty of this myself, right? But I forget that I get to have conversations like this every day of my life. Change And you never know what conversation that was recorded that someone's going to listen to completely changes their life. We don't know that, but that's the kind of conversation this is. Whether we're talking about conducting international business or conducting ourselves accordingly and responsibly by doing business that does have more than one end in mind. I think this conversation is about that and it's powerful and I'm very grateful that we had this moment, but I'm going to let Jason close this out. It's not, I'm not the last one here. I think we solved all the world's problems today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, thanks for being here on the show. I know we went a little bit long, um today but thanks for being so gracious with your time um and being on the show and really sharing the passion that you do have um i think that we need more of that in the world today right and and the more of that we get the more we'll heal and the more we can grow as human beings grow as businesses all these things and you know thanks for dropping a lot of that on the audience because I think a lot of that, we need to remind people of a lot of those things and remind people that there is more outside of our little box, right? There's so much more outside of our little box. All we have to do is open the door and have a little look, right? Um, At what is outside of that box. So thanks for bringing that to the show Um, And thanks for spending a little bit of time with us today here. We really appreciate you. Well, um, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Actually, I I wanted to be here and for the space, the opportunity to actually, yes, we, we all, all the listeners today, please know the ecology of decisions, right? You have the power to be also a decision maker, Don't think that you have just a little impact with your decision. You can just have a huge impact every time you get to decide. Whenever, if you want to choose a designer from Argentina or the States or not, etc. Okay, you have a lot of power to make an impact. And on the other hand, thank you for making me feel the way I did. Because we all forget what people maybe give us sometimes or, or what we say. But we will never forget the way we make other ones feel and the way we feel. So thank you, because I won't forget how good I felt today. It was memorable. Thank you, guys. Wow. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.